0: Let me tell you of the days of high adventure.
1: Hello, I'm Kevin. I'm John. And this is... This is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard, uh, throbbing look back at some of our favorite action <laughs> movies from the era of Ronald.
0: Now, Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, you guys, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. 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 <laughs>
1: John. Hey, hey, John. my boy. Hey, John Boy. I feel like we should start every uh, recording session with a bourbon taste test because it gets the ball rolling. Yeah, it does, you really. <laughs>
0: I feel the hairs on my chest getting longer.
1: We've graduated to uh, that meta modernity, mm-hmm. the four grain with a heavy dose of oats in the yeah, mash bill. It
0: is really interesting. It's interesting. It is not unpleasant. It's but not it, unpleasant. It, 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 it was a
1: little harsher on the first. Few pores, and now that it's sort of gotten to mellow out a little bit, Can I you think hear it.
0: Oh, it sounds cold. It's unlike it's unlike <laughs> anything you've ever had. I guarantee it. I, yeah. I actually will guarantee it. Yeah, it's not like anything you've ever had. I've
1: got another four grain in the cabinet that I'll open up at some point, but I don't think it's going to be as OT. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're back. We're talking more about cyborg. Yeah, this is the third episode
0: in our <laughs> series of Jean Claude Van Damme and Canon... Film's
1: masterwork. Welcome to everyone who's listening. If you haven't seen this movie in a while, it's maybe still on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, Check it out. It'll help jog the memory. This is a big (laughs) blank spot for me. I've only seen it like within the last couple of weeks. Um, Now, I've seen it a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. and I feel like after we're done with this, I won't have to watch it ever again. That's true. (laughs) You can tell other people you've seen it, (laughs) and one day it'll come up in like a (laughs)
0: prize-winning trivia question you be like, holy shit, it was who Fender Trimolo. Cyborg? Or oh, Pion,
1: <laughs> oh, Albert good old, Pion, Good old Pion. But uh, I'll try to catch some on the plot. We're in some sort of a post-apocalyptic hellscape. There's a mm-hmm. plague going on. There's a cyborg named Pearl Prophet who has the data that's needed to develop a cure like in her hard drive or mm-hmm. something. So... They were trying to move her from New York to Atlanta, where the cure could be developed with the the Earth's last doctors. Right. At the CDC or something. Yeah. And uh, we got Van Dam playing a character named Gibson, who is uh, what they call a slinger. Mm -hmm. He can transport you from here to there safely. That's right. There's bad guys led by a dude named Fender (laughs) Stratocaster. Fender (laughs) Tremolo. Fender Tremolo. Fender Piccolo. And he's going to get you... Uh, you know, he's an evil pirate. He's like a warlord killer guy uh, with a whole posse of pirates or something. He's kidnapped Pearl. He wants to take her to Atlanta because he wants to own the cure or yeah. something. He wants to basically hold the world hostage and let
0: anarchy run amok. And like, yeah. if, if you want the cure, you have to come through me. And that's just kind of the guy he is.
1: So in some sort of feat of superhuman, uh, like endeavor of speed we've got gibson and his sidekick natty have made it on foot from new jersey to charleston faster than a steamship or at least on the way to charleston where the
0: ocean meets the road to atlanta some (laughs) shit like that (laughs) yeah we're not sure exactly geographically where
1: so they're basically trying to intercept fender and his crew and get pearl back and also Gibson has beef with Fender from way back. Mm -hmm. His main goal is, I just want to kill this dude, Fender. We don't know exactly what he did yet, but he somehow fucked Gibson shit up in a previous life. He was in love with a young, nubile farm girl. <laughs> Mary. <laughs>
0: Mary. Mary. The, Mary.
1: The men who murdered my pa. <laughs> it <laughs>
0: fucked him up so bad, it traumatized him so bad that he forgot how to act.
1: He also forgot how to fuck, because <laughs> we had Natty throwing herself at him, mm-hmm. and he seemed to have shut that shit down. Yeah. Um, and that's basically where we're at. Yeah. So he is... Yeah,
0: they have miraculously... Um, come to the spot on the beach where they know that Fender's boat's going to be coming and that's... And they spent the night... Naked. Yeah, naked together. Not fucking. Yeah, in the firelight. <laughs> so our action picks up the morning after Gibson and, Nat- and Natty arrived at the exact spot on the coast where they know beyond a certainty that Fender and his crew are coming by with Pearl en route to Atlanta. Natty wakes up to find Gibson staring off into the ocean with binoculars and not vamoosed like she had assumed
1: the moon See, I, do, do, how we have to acknowledge they slept naked next to each other just for the fun of it, I guess. To dry off. <laughs> to dry the clothes of drying.
0: <laughs> I guess so. It's just uh, so weird. The moon high in the sky sure leads me to believe that it's still nighttime.
1: Oh, is it supposed to be a day the next for night morning, thing or something? I would you say think? it's the next morning. I would think first light of morning. It's a high moon.
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, she walks over and asks what he sees. He says... Fender and turns to go get Fender. his shit together. She looks through the binoculars and we see the boat cruising an intercoastal waterway, but not 10 seconds ago, Gibson was staring out at open ocean.
1: And <laughs> this are not like super futuristic binoculars or anything, but like, I feel like she could have seen that shit with the naked eye. Like yeah. it was large through the, through the view of the binoculars. Right.
0: So cut to inside the boat where we get a lingering shot of a dazed naked woman and other, what was up
1: with that?
0: I think I'm that, not complaining,
1: but like, well, was I she th- high?
0: Well, so the shot sure made me think that after the knife sharpening, that there was some sort of actual orgy. Okay, and that sure. And that probably given the way that this movie was written, that that woman was probably raped, and maybe she was taken captive in the village.
1: Wow, she was like that. No, I think that was the super buff uh, pirate ship. That think. one
0: looked like a wayfish blonde woman. She didn't look familiar to me. She had like she actually, I abs, I, it, I thought. I thought
1: it was Haley when I first saw her. Oh, I, I hope was like, that it was not something that dark, I think. Yeah, my I mind think, immediately thought, went I there. I think just, she was like the permed out... Uh, she cape was cape wearing. She was the, chick. this this chick in the
0: chick. This woman was <laughs> was blonde and yeah? the buff cape wearing. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. Anyway, oh, don't it know. didn't. It looked sinister to me. Anyway, then we get a shot of Haley, who it bears reminding folks did not enjoy watching Fender killing people at the beginning of the movie, staring at Pearl Prophet while fidgeting with the necklace she's wearing.
1: Pearl notices her Haley. hair was crimped. Yeah, to she, within
0: a fucking inch of its life. Well, she man. woke up early. Um, Pearl notices Haley and Haley looks away. Then Pearl hears seagulls and looks up at the moon. The moon, (laughs) mind you, which triggers a flashback. It was like seagulls is
1: the universal sign for you're near the shore, but they've been near the shore the whole fucking ride, so
0: I don't know. Just a few hundred yards. So in the jump back in time, a scientist-slash-soldier-looking guy explains to Pearl that she was chosen for cyborg duty because of her Matrix engineering background and because of her personality. You're the perfect (laughs) choice for this mission.
1: (laughs) What are you saying, I'm cold and distant? I don't know. I have no personality? This (laughs) is one of the few scenes I felt like, though, that had actual recording dialogue yeah. uh, and then the whole movie i thought like this is the one of the ones where i'm like oh i think these actors were actually speaking these lines yeah. on set on the day and, th-
0: and this is one of the dudes that has like a twinge of something he's like not from around here he's from somewhere <laughs> else uh, but then he tells her that undergoing the surgery carries serious consequences Consequences? No, consequences. <laughs> After the operation, you'll never be the same again, he says. She says she wouldn't have volunteered if she didn't know the score, that the plague has fucked everything up, the world's gone to shit, and she
1: wants to help change it if she can. Noble move. So we Wait, cut. was her name was Pearl Prophet before she was a cyborg? He's like calling her Pearl and shit. I'm like, that's a cyborg's name right there. Pearl? No, Pearl, Pearl, Pearl Just Pearl Prophet.
0: I don't know. Everyone in this movie has a stupid name. <laughs> cut to an operating room where a really bad-looking Fake pearl head is being operated on. What was it all fake, or was
1: half of it the actress and the other half like a prosthetic? It sure looked all
0: fake to me. It looks like okay. one half was like sagging off, but there's something. Well, I thought like, one half
1: oh. looked well done, and then the other half looked like they just slapped it together That's or I'm something. Saying, it's it could have been.
0: It couldn't. They
1: couldn't dry it. So know, know, she's they basically it. just like scooped her brains out <laughs> with an ice cream <laughs> yeah. scoop or something. She's
0: getting a computer installed in her head. There's a cool moment when a tech or surgeon or whatever comes in and pops a glowing machine eye out of the head. And there are all these like wires and shit and like telescopes out and lifts up like a a cordyceps mushroom thing. I'm like, yeah, Um, cut to sometime after that procedure. Pearl tells the scientist guy that she'll bring back the data they need. And we see her leave with the soldier uh, uh, friend of Stratocaster, Stratocaster, Stratacast. Strata, what was his name? Uh, Marshall Strat. Marshall Strat.
1: Um, Don't worry, Pearl, I'll get you to New York yeah. and back. Dramatic irony. <laughs> oh, Sorry, boy. guy, you didn't make it, but And then there was a bunch of other soldiers standing around, and I'm like, I hope these guys are all going, not just like the two of them. No, they got to move fast. I guess so. We got to move quick. So <laughs> it's like Frodo and Sam and Mordor. I'll also point out again, it's just not clear why the data must be transported inside of a cyborg rather than just put onto a disk but that's neither here nor there because the movie's called Cyborg. Oh,
0: I will explain it to you. I will explain <laughs> oh, my theory okay, okay, in the last okay. episode. The last episode, teaser. That's right. So jump back to present day aboard the ship. Fender enters the, the downstairs cabin, stares at Haley for a while, stares at Pearl for a while. Then he says they'll dock and reach the inland route by noon. Then he gets <laughs> up. <laughs> There's and, a lot of staring going on. And caresses Pearl's face, but she like, doesn't seem to mind it. She's like acting like she's okay with it. I
1: feel like she's like like trying to. Him. I, that's what I think is going on. She's like trying to placate Fender Tremolo. Is is Fender supposed to have this like seductive quality that like you fall under his spell? Or I think something? he's just extraordinarily violent. Okay.
0: So, cut to the good guys. Who knows how long later, Gibson? Didn't, because time. Is an illusion. Uh Gibson and Natty find Fender's boat docked, but it seems no one's around. Gibson tells Natty to stay close. A pan over to the boat in the dock shows us some kind of like industrial complex, and it looks like driving by like Chevron in
1: Houston. I feel like it was like a paper mill or something Something. like that. But it, 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 it. editing travesty in that wide shot of the mill uh-huh. you could see Gibson and Natty were walking in the distance <laughs> Oh really? then it cuts back to a close up of them on the dock again it's like fucking hell I feel like the editor was doing the best with what they had to work with uh, um, anyway Gib- Gibson drops his pack there on the dock
0: yeah. and they're don't need this I don't know two, a half mile three quarters of a mile away from the thing why is he dropping his pack there I don't know man Anyway, they start over toward whatever this complex is. While they're walking, little do they know they've been spotted by Fender, Haley, and Hagen from Gladiator. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that fucking, r- fucking guy, man. Ra- um, Ralph Müller. Dude is so recognizable. Apparently, his German accent was so thick that they did, in his very few lines, they dubbed his shit. Um, Fender and, tells him, take him out.
1: In this movie, he's Brick Bardo. I love which that. Is, which is a pretty sweet name. I love that dude. Yeah, he. We haven't seen him yet in this movie. So where the fuck did he come from? That's what I'm saying. Is where like, they find this guy, like studded bra woman. She. We see her in the first scene, and then she doesn't come back until the very end of the movie. And dude, coming off the top rope, a late entry for worst haircut of the movie on Brick Bardo. Yeah, well that, that wig, shit was terrible, yeah, that wig bro. Sucks. After the fall of civilization, there was no shortage of like fucking crimpers and perm solution or whatever the hell. So how
0: come he wasn't getting it? I don't know what's going on. He refused the service. (laughs) That's um, that's part of being in Fender's entourage is hair service. Maybe that's Haley's role. She's the hairdresser. She's the
1: hairdresser. So I love that dude. He was also one of the big German, like, heavy drinkers in Beer Fest. Yes, And then he was, I got to watch this movie. I sent you the trailer earlier. He was, like, the main bad guy in Best of the Best 2. I can't imagine him being the main anything in anything. And in that trailer to that movie, they were, like, and introducing Ralph Muller. And it's like, wait, he's done a handful of movies already. What the fuck do you mean? But I think he changed his stage name. Yeah. And I don't know if that's introducing this guy you know, but by a different name. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Muller, the big Sam German. Stallone. Yeah, I don't know Sam Stallone. <laughs> I love it. So, um, but yeah, I love seeing that dude pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, me too. He's actually good in this. I yeah. mean, he's just got such a presence. He does. He goes for it much more so than most of the other
0: actors in the movie. So Brick asks who the interlopers are, but Fender just says to take them out. Take them out. Bardo says some other says to some other pirates. Let's like let's move. <laughs> Get them. So, So, Gibson and Natty cautiously enter the building, and Gibson's giving it the look around. He tells Natty to stay here, that he wants her out of his way. She protests, but he says he wants her to hang tight until he can see what's going on. (laughs) Natty says she's here for Pearl, and she's not going to let Gibson do anything that could jeopardize her safety. So, Gibson promises that nothing's going to happen to Pearl. It's a promise.
1: (laughs) It's a promise. A, a promise. promise. Oh, okay. Long pause. Gotcha. It's like fucking shit, I'm man. Familiar. What are you doing? I'm familiar with this word. That delivery was so bad, he had no choice but to just double down on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say
0: the shit again. Yeah. So Hall of Fame bad acting. No sooner is Gibson out of sight while climbing to a higher level than Natty says, "Fog it!" Rounds one, <laughs> one, rounds one corner, and is instantly captured.
1: It was ten seconds of I, screen I count, time. I count. I
0: counted. It, it was tw- it was about like 18, 19 <laughs> he, seconds.
1: He walked off. <laughs> she says seconds later she is captured she says oh shit and she's right yeah why did you do
0: that upstairs gibson hears a noise whips around sees a pirate across this large open area staring back at him dude looks an awful lot like the middle guy who just got the drop on natty (laughs) like it could could be the exact same guy most likely He teleported so gibson takes all day to line (laughs) up a shot and the guy just I don't know, you know, moves. He takes one one (laughs) very slow step to his right or his left. And, but only he only moves a few steps away to the end of a long catwalk. Gibson's on the opposite side, could still shoot the guy.
1: (laughs) Tucks that rifle away
0: though. The pirate starts doing all this knife twirling. Instead of just shooting the guy and knowing, I guess, knowing that there are more pirates around, Gibson slings his rifle over his back. The now crouching pirate draws yet another knife because everyone has six <laughs> knives. Gibson starts running at him from his side of the platform, which seems to elate this pirate who charges and starts screaming like and smiling. So as they near each other, Gibson draws his knife and also starts screaming. It took ah!
1: it, it reminded me of that shit in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's running like, forever. Dude just like, eating uh, his apple. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> took, it, it took. It I took. I thought the forever. exact. I thought
0: the exact same thing.
1: They were like a <laughs> mile away from each
0: other or some shit. When they finally, finally, <laughs> finally reach each other, Gibson just kind of sidesteps, a swipe, and parries, which sends, sends sparks flying. Which I'm, I don't think that's what? how anything works but Gibson dispatches the guy with two kicks one of which is a patented JCVD roundhouse do that crush his throat it seems to the- crush the dude's throat with his foot okay Um. Uh, then gets interrupted by Anthony Kiedis punk goon um, this guy, as we discussed in the first episode, seems to be what, one of the only people who knows some martial arts or yeah. at least can fake it. He gets some kicks in on Gibson, including two to the spine, one of which breaks the catwalk railing that Gibson's holding on to. It was
1: like a gate, a gate unlatched and swung out? I'm like, why is there a gate 50 I feet thought, up I like, here? just it
0: just snap and I, I couldn't the it. There was a the brief shot of, of the, like
1: the latch popping up okay, and okay. then it swung out. So Gibson, It doesn't make any sense though. Yeah. Gibson slips
0: off the railing but miraculously grabs onto some pipes. He's still maybe 20 feet, like he fell 20 feet probably. Yeah. And then he still somehow grabbed the pipe, still 20 feet up. A grin from Fender, who's loving it. On the ground level, another pirate, this crazy motherfucker, runs out below Gibson, just like rebel yelling, shrieking, like,
1: wah. (laughs) Um, Fender is like chilled out watching it all happen. Why? We pointed out maybe on this before. Why do they why does the big bad guy always like hang back and not know. get involved? I'm just going to wait. Let me let you take out all my guys one by one. When you're
0: when you're the one guy who is uniquely qualified to kill this yeah. interloper, why would you not step right like in when you have that? numbers? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it also would seem like a good way to like rally the troops, boost morale. Yeah, sure. Show them, "Hey, look, I'm in here. I'm in the trenches with you, fucks." So anyway, Anthony Kiedis' goon lines up a shot to throw a knife at Gibson, who starts Gibson starts freaking out <laughs> and starts weirdly screaming and shaking the pipes to try to work it loose. Right as Anthony Kiedis chucks the knife, the pipe breaks at one end, but as it's still connected to something else, it becomes a rope upon which to swing. <laughs>
1: <A> pipes don't swing.
0: <laughs> sure, they do. That is so weird. These are these are future pipes, Kevin. I guess so. Um, it is a wonder of, of physics that the pipe is exactly the length it needed to be so that Gibson could just let go hit the ground running draw his
1: rifle and open fire all in one smooth motion that was literally impossibly fast <laughs> how fast he had the rifle out yeah they definitely were like they didn't have the shot they needed to splice in no they're just like fuck it cut it together yeah
0: he unloads on three pirates goes to take a fourth shot but the gun's empty and it, when it seemed to me that there'd be no way possible to wonder or guess incorrectly how many shots are in that gun <laughs> Yeah, You'd know.
1: So he he took one shot earlier, earlier. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: All right. And now he is taking three more guns empty. Another pirate charges. He just busts the dude in the face with the empty rifle. Absolutely. We get a very slow turn from Gibson and then an extreme zoom in on Fender at the other end of the corridor. Natty's lying on the ground at his feet, knocked out. Gibson. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't show how that happened. Right. But okay. Yeah. Gibson slings his rifle again, and the music picks back up as he starts to slow walk it down to Fender. <laughs> very slow. And this is a long shot of Van Damme just walking, not being interfered with, just slow, like, uh, I can't, was it Dutch angle, or was it just Dutch straight tild- on? Yeah, Dutch
1: tilt, yeah, I don't know. They might have been. There's definitely some pop-up later. Yeah, so Fender goads
0: him from the other end of the place. We switch to slow-mo because we have to walking for a bit before another pirate steps into Gibson's path after some parrying of knife swipes Gibson pushes the, just pushes the guy down i
1: felt like he sliced his femoral artery
0: is well, that see, coming up still well then the dude gets back up and tries to kick Gibson but Gibson draws a small another small knife and cuts the dude's throat okay so then Gibson casts a glance back at Fender, who yells "Motherfucker!" <laughs> and takes a takes a shot with his gun that's similar to Gibson's gun, but has two more barrels. The shot grazes Gibson's shoulder. We get a Van Dam. Nah! His knife goes flying, and he drops to the ground in pain. Absolutely. In a cool overhead shot of Fender, we see pirates just start crawling out of the masonry. I counted ten pirates plus Fender. from everywhere. Yeah,
1: they were stepping out though from columns that it's like. They were just chilling out behind a column. Like, like, what were you doing? They're just waiting for this moment.
0: I'm surprised some didn't repel in. To be honest with you, they
1: were they were letting all their cohorts be slaughtered while they were waiting. <laughs> this for the happens big a reveal. couple of times
0: in the movie, though, where guys hang back and let their and let their boys go to to battle, and then they, and then they're like, "All right, now
1: I'll go." This is why I felt like there were just way more dudes stepped out than could possibly have fit on that boat, right? So then Haley. Haley, the pirate, who showed
0: some uh, squeamishness at murder earlier. Yeah, she's like the young pretty girl. (laughs) Yeah. She gets a solo walk out from behind a pillar. Gibson immediately notices this necklace she's wearing. There's cut to flashback. Earlier, we established that years ago, Gibson had taken a gig protecting a young adult woman, Mary, and her two younger siblings, a sister and a brother. Um, the flashback opens with the younger sister explaining that she'd been telling Mary that slingers, these bounty hunters, <laughs> post-apocalyptic errand runners, uh, killed pirates. And she said, I'm going to be a slinger one day. And Mary is like, the fuck?
1: Someday I'll fight into Kumite. <laughs> make my father proud. Make my father proud. <laughs> weirdly. No, it was horrendous ADR work from all, all involved yeah. again. Yeah. Um, weirdly
0: pulling the girl's hair, Gibson says, You'll do something better, Haley. <laughs> the young girl notices Gibson's St. Christopher medallion. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Gibson notices her noticing his medallion. And noticed you
1: noticing me. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't help. But jump to the present Haley the pirate is wearing that fucking necklace. So, how much. That gives us like a clue of how much time has passed since the Mary days, then. We'll say what like, do you think it is, like eight years, 10 years later, six I'll years? i say she's 12. So I would is she say 20 now. I would say let's be generous and say 10. Let's say it's 10 years, a decade has okay. passed. That's a long So time. that would mean to be like still like traumatized, I guess, by it all. But it's pretty traumatic as we'll find out. Yeah. I, don't, I like we have yet to, you and I, experience a world like this, and
0: hopefully we never will have to. <laughs> but fuck, I It's can't taking imagine. Gibson,
1: though, a long time to track down Fender. Mm hmm. It doesn't seem like I feel that like hard he's to always. Find. I feel
0: like he's always on his tail, though, and apparently yeah. he can't catch up with him because the guy. I he actually he should be able to catch up with him. He can move it. He can it defy the laws of space both and like time. Speed. <laughs> so. She Haley walks up to Fender and rests a head on his shoulder. We don't know weird. whether or not she recognizes Gibson. I don't
1: think so. See, I felt like maybe he's supposed to have some like seductive superpowers like some cult leader I th- I type think, thing or I is think, it just everyone's so scared of him? I think that everyone's so scared of him and he
0: probably does have some sort of like charismatic hold, but I think it's also like they know who alpha is, they know who feeds them, they know who has the the good ideas and is fearless in battle. And she's been brainwashed. She, she probably has been taught that he had no choice but to kill those family of members course. or whatever. I didn't want to. They made yeah. me do it. What I don't understand is like how Fender doesn't recognize this guy. But maybe it's because he's killed so many people wantonly for yeah. decades that he just does, he's like one
1: face is the same as the next. What face was the movie me. we were watching where he's like, you know, for you that was the biggest moment of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. What I don't was that? What that was. I don't remember what it was. Was it Highlander? I don't know what it was. Well, it'll come to us. Yeah, sure. Um,
0: so there's this long stare down, one of many long <laughs> stare downs between Fender and Gibson. Lots of shots back and forth between them.
1: Tremendously long. <laughs>
0: then after several hours, Gibson starts to reach for something. Fender smiles, seeming to know something's about to go down. In a flash, Gibson launches a knife from his boot at Fender, but Fender dodges it.
1: Gibson jumps up and just starts running. The, dude, the editing in this movie is so offensively bad. It's like, (laughs) it's always borderline intentionally funny. Yeah. Like things that I feel like should, there's no sense of pacing at all in the movie. It's like things that should happen quickly take forever. And then things that should deserve a little time are just like glossed completely over or cut around completely. If
0: someone had told you that this movie was made by a handful of college students on $2,000 budget. Yes. Would you be like, man, they did a really good job.
1: Um, I'd still or, would think, you,
0: or would you still say, man, the
1: editing sucks. I'd still think, wow, the editing, like, they just didn't would get Would you the- give them any kind of a pass, though? Yeah, I think you'd have to, I think you'd have to say, like, you guys just didn't know to get the coverage that you were going to need to, like, edit this in a way that makes sense. But these are, you know, in theory, professional filmmakers who should know better. Should have fucking better known better. Should
0: have known better.
1: <laughs> it was, yeah, some of the stuff plays out really quick and then you get scenes like this where they just stare at each other forever. Yeah. There's a scene it. later oh, we'll man, definitely we'll talk, talk about they stare at each other for a minute straight out of yeah, a movie that's yeah. only 90 minutes yeah, long.
0: Like full 40 seconds. So, yeah, Gibson launches the knife, misses, and just was like, all right, bye. So Fender sends his goons after him. They're all running and screaming. Not at all inconspicuous. Gibson hides and reloads his rifle. And he put it's a CO2 cartridge.
1: Yeah, he's like reloading the thing, but it's like. That's with, interesting. I was like, that's cool. I don't know what yeah. it's shooting. Maybe like some sort of darts or something. I think it shoots like or little, like a little, like musket little ball? pellets or something.
0: Yeah. But uh, it, I'm it, into it, it. it turns out in real life, it's a paintball gun. Yeah. So it would make sense. But it's like, if. If you could find, if you're using what you could find, and a CO2 cartridge would send out a bullet that would maybe maybe he
1: sharpens them to a point that
0: it can penetrate skin yeah. and kill people. Then it's
1: cool. I'm not hating on it. Maybe it's like yeah. a poison paintball. I like.
0: like the idea of like in absence of gunpowder. But how is he finding CO2 cartridges? Those have to be <laughs> those have to be <laughs> more <gonna> precious. Be. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, somewhere else in the compound Brick Bardo tells a random pirate to keep an eye on Pearl you keep he- an eye on her
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like this horrible voice wait what well, <laughs> well
0: he goes to join the hunt for Gibson cut back to Gibson who starts to climb a ladder which appears to be directly over Brick's head because Brick acts like he hears the sound very close by this is
1: where shit starts to get real weird it, get, so I'm it, like, it, it seems like Brick knows exactly where he is or he's heard exactly where he is but everyone then everyone's good at sensing things Um,
0: the guard duty pirate takes Pearl over to where a still unconscious Natty is under lockdown. Natty's going to need to see a concussion specialist. How do they not
1: show what happened to her? That's Um. just another like I kind of I kinda don't mind that,
0: that they like knocked her out and she her She got brained, I guess. Yeah. Meanwhile, we get a sequence of shots showing the cat and mouse game between Gibson and Brick, which is mostly Gibson making lots more noise than a chased person ought to be <laughs> making. And Brick <laughs> hearing him and looking around. There's, there's a cut to a long pan around shot of the two pirates guarding Pearl and Natty. And as the camera comes to rest, we see Gibson in the background has snuck around and shoots the two guards. Uh, cut back to Brick, who smiles and draws his knife like some shit's about
1: to go down. Yeah, right. it seems like he knows just exactly where like, he is. Ah, he's looking at ah, him sneaking up behind him. That's the that's the acting he's giving. Also, kudos to uh, Gibson's marksmanship because he bullseye those two guys from distance like without aiming. Yeah, he was just shooting from the hip. One, two. They're it's like both some down. Schwarzenegger shit. Absolutely. Um, Then we cut back to Gibson, who does this acrobatic like flip and drop
0: from the perch.
1: No sense of urgency whatsoever. Uh He's just like slowly
0: walking over. Walks over to Pearl and Natty. Pearl looks concerned, but then apprehensive. Like, I don't know if you should be here or if I should. Like, Gibson checks Natty for a pulse, apparently finds one because he slings her over his shoulders like some potatoes. Then tells Pearl to come on. But Pearl's like, I'm not going with you. Say what? (laughs) She weirdly says that he's not strong enough to get her to Atlanta and that Fender would eventually catch them and maybe kill them
1: both. Is that based on more computations in her machine brain? That's a brutal thing to say to a guy who just killed 10 people to rescue you. Yeah. You're not strong enough.
0: Okay. What? That's not that's That really hurts my feelings. Absolutely. So she acknowledges that Fender's got to go and that she's going to lead him to his death in Atlanta where they,
1: quote, have the means to kill him. She had just literally said nothing can stop him in this world. We got to get him to Atlanta. We can kill him there. What? Well, Atlanta is not of this world. I guess not. It's, it's on top of the portal.
0: Uh, I don't know. She then adds, yeah, in the world, nothing can stop Fender, not even Gibson. But why? She doesn't explain it. So, yeah, suddenly Brick appears and yells out and bad guys swarm. Gibson runs off carrying Natty in a fireman's carry. Pearl presents herself to Fender
1: and Fender orders a guy to look after her. See, I think Pearl is like letting Fender think that she's under his spell or something like that.
0: She's placating him. We get a shot of Gibson running with Natty on his shoulders and up and behind him, pirates are running on an upper level catwalk and no one knows how he put that much distance between himself. No, he was surrounded. Especially while he's carrying someone. He was surrounded and now he's well ahead of everybody. Like several hundred yards and a a level down. So Brick Bardo appears to be leading the way because we get a solo shot of him running and screaming. Then we cut back to Gibson who somehow has time to set Natty down lift a manhole cover, then put her, pull her down the ladder ostensibly without dropping her. And below we see him carrying her through some kind of sewer
1: system. That shit took forever. Yeah. It had, like, why not just let her wake up yeah. and be under her own power at this point? Cause that shit was painful to watch. Yeah. It took so long. Yeah. This is all in view of brick who runs up just as they've gone out of sight. And he goes,
0: yeah. <laughs> and appears about to climb down, cut back to Gibson carrying Natty. Back up to the manhole where a female pirate runs up, aggravatedly chucks her spear down. She's like, I'm not carrying this down here. Fuck
1: this spear. (laughs) And climbs down the ladder.
0: (laughs) I don't need a weapon. Then we see Brick trudging through the sewer. Then Gibson carrying Natty. For some reason, Gibson stops every time he hears a bad guy yell behind him. He like stops and takes a... It's Uh like, oh, fuck, another bad guy screaming. The next bad guy to run up on the manhole is Anthony Kiedis. But he climbs down the ladder with his pole weapon. No problem. Back down in the sewer, it seems like Gibson fumbles and drops his rifle. I don't. I couldn't tell if that was on purpose or not. I think it was. It looked like an accident. Maybe if he's out of cartridges or whatever, maybe it's just like going to lighten this this load. I don't know. He, maybe he's out of CO two. Yeah. So Brick seems to hear this somehow over the water that's dripping and falling. All Brick around looked him.
1: like a fucking wet poodle down <laughs> there.
0: Like he it, looked terrible. Did not look good with the wet wig. So Gibson picks up the pace while
1: Brick seems to be catching up. Wait, there's water pouring in from everywhere, but it's bone dry outside. I would just
0: say maybe there are lots of leaking pipes. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. So as the music tension starts to build, the musical tension. And in a stylishly lit section. Yeah, of Yeah, where is the
1: blue mood light coming on, from? No.
0: Gibson sits the still unconscious Natty down in some like standing water. Make make sure her head doesn't like fall <laughs> over. They pick the deepest part. <laughs> it looks like sit down here. He draws yet another knife and stalks back the way he came. Brick Bardo emerges from the shadows into the stylishly lit section. We get a shot of Gibson lit from above so you can't see his face, <laughs> just his arms crossed with the knife visible. Uh-huh. He seems to, it's like he's
1: waiting in prayer almost this was or something. This is more of that that like, Blade Runner shit where it was just a very stylistic yeah. like, lit or whatever. Um,
0: Brick Bardo is looking around for Gibson who in another close-up breaks his stance and looks up with his eyes closed like he's praying or something. Then we cut back to Brick skulking around. I love the way that Brick's lit because you can't see his face. It's just like this hulking uh-huh. form in the knife. And then we get a shot of Gibson seeming to bring his hands together like he's getting ready to stab. And then finally we get this wide shot and see that Brick has wandered into a corridor and that <laughs> Gibson is doing a Van Dam split between the walls directly
1: above dude's head. How did he get up there and in that position? How did Brick not see him? That's a, it was bright.
0: He's not, he's not that high. He's like right there, man. His he balls gonna, he are like... Really t- he could have tickled his taint. What? <laughs> So anyway, uh, Brick suddenly stops simthi- sensing or smelling something uh, is amiss, I guess. smells like ball sweat. <laughs> he slowly looks up and meets his doom. It's one of the cooler looking scenes in the movie it so is. far. It is. From t- they didn't show the violence standpoint. at
1: all. Then they just cut around the actual kill. Yeah, I mean, but it's effective. You know it, it was. Gonna, it's sort of
0: like the scene in uh, First Blood where Rambo kills the pig. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Absolutely, positively
0: so, correct. As Brick screams his last, we see other pirates closing in. Punk pirate Anthony Kita stops and screams in frustration or terror or something. He's, like, shouting. Just for no reason, right? Yeah, this was just, before
1: they even found yeah, Brick. Yeah, they
0: hadn't even found anybody. He's just yelling because he's mad. Rah! Behind them, we see Fender and others are also now in the sewer. Which,
1: Fender doesn't strike me as a I'm he's,
0: going he's into the sewer sewers guy. type of guy. Yeah. Um, elsewhere Gibson who's now dragging a semi-conscious Natty along who at least she sort of has her legs at this point Uh they reach a ladder and a porthole or something through which sunlight is streaming Uh, she can barely stand but she's like yeah, I can climb this ladder, no problem. And Gibson's <laughs> is like, cool, and just good, starts up the ladder. Like, I can't awesome. carry you up this thing. <laughs> I'm very tired. So he starts up and pops into daylight, followed instantly by Natty. The fuck? Uh-huh. She's fine. So back below, bad guys. They, fi- and then it's a
1: good time to s- take a breather. Let's just relax to catch <laughs> yeah, our yeah, breath here. Yeah, we're just going to stop. Hands on knees like, ooh, that was scary, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh, God, God we, got we got away we got, from those yeah. guys.
0: So back below, bad guys find their boy Brick, like mostly so. Sub- just the top of his wig Sticking out of the a wig shit he was wig Was floating <laughs> Shit water <laughs> So Back outside Gibson and Natty are chilling As though yes. they are not being chased Thank god we're safe <laughs> Natty's like Guess I should have stayed put Huh We don't have time for jokes He doesn't laugh Nor should he Though they'd have gotten her anyway Because the bad guys were literally standing right around the corner. Like, (laughs) if he'd left her, they'd have captured her. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, back down in the sewer, Anthony Kiedisgoon lets out another scream after finding dead Brick. Gibson and Natty here decide that's their cue to get moving
1: and take off running across the marsh. So, all of a sudden, Gibson can barely stand. Yeah. He's, like, he's just like just mo- oh, well, That's what I'm like maybe it's all the carrying the of physical, The
0: physical acting in this next bit, especially from Van Damme, gets like very suspect. <laughs> it's like it's like this is a person who's never. He doesn't know how to like. It's like Stallone. It's like uh, I'm trying so to act people, like someone who's tired. Have never can, been tired uh, people before. People can run. I can run like I'm tired. <laughs> I can run like a human. I can run like a tired human. <laughs> like, no, you, no, you can't. <laughs> oh you can't lies but anyway if you want to know what's going to happen to our our heroes uh, you're going to have to tune in next time because that's all the episode for this episode
1: I love it man <laughs> what's uh, going to happen thanks to everybody for listening yeah uh, yeah. there's a lot more exciting cyborg action to come <laughs> we're going to talk about cyborgs and everything else but with between. very little cyborg yeah this, <laughs> this movie is like, cyborg this movie's 2% this. cyborg <laughs> but anyway we'll be back